All right, obviously, you know, finished up the Oklahoma State game. Uh, I thought our players did a nice job of uh, recovering, showing up, uh, ready to work. Uh, you know, right now at Kansas, we're under a fall break, which gives us a, a unique opportunity to kind of recap the game on Sunday, but it gave us a chance to get back on the practice field on Monday, which is usually our uh, players' day off. So had a productive practice yesterday, and we'll pick up today, tomorrow, and Thursday as well for uh, Texas Tech prep and uh, get ready to go. So uh, players are ready, and it's um, all Texas Tech from here. So um, any questions? Um, you know, from this point on, I think it would probably settle down a little bit. There won't be as, as drastic as changes of kids. We did move some guys in some new roles, and, and some guys stepped up in the last couple of weeks and played. You know, we were fortunate. Um, you know, last week, Derek Neal, you know, came along as a DB pretty good. We got some reps out of him. Ronnie Davis resurfaced in the secondary, got some nice work out of Ronnie. You know, ended up playing 20-plus snaps in that game and, and performed well. Uh, Tyler Holmes went in, got first significant action at, at a nose and did a nice job, which – you know, gives us one more big body on the inside, which is, uh, you know, important for us to have with what we do. So on that side of the ball, it was, um, you know, we got three guys, um, a lot more reps than they'd had, so uh, that added some depth to us. What, how long has the move for Neil been in the works, or, or why did it come about? Well, you know, it came about that, you know, we're kind of hitting that Big 12 part of the season, and, um, you know, you get into these teams at four and five wide, you know, like what we're going to see this week, what we're going to see against Baylor and those type of teams, and just – Felt we need a little bit more depth at DB. He was a, a young man who hadn't, you know, we had used already and hadn't redshirted. Wasn't really factoring in on the offensive side of the ball, but a guy that is, you know, extremely athletic and, and quick and fast. And played DB in high school and had some experience with it. So we uh, moved him over there, took a look at him, and he's got some pretty natural skills. Do you think he projects at that role long term, or is Uh, I think probably too soon to say, you know, um, but we are fortunate he's a, a versatile athlete. You know, he he has a, a bright future in the return game for sure, uh, punts and kicks because he does have such good quickness and, and vision. But um, I can see him doing a few things for us. It's been a while since Kansas won on the road. Uh, do you even address that or do you just stick with the process? Yeah, I don't, you know, I'd like to talk to our guys that it's, you know, it's not that long-term stuff. It's day-to-day. -day, it's taking – care of whatever six six inches in front of your face and, and getting that part of it done and if you keep doing things right and keep doing them right over and over and over then you know usually success follows what concerns you most about tech well you know they, they run an offensive system that that can put you in some stressful positions as a, as a defense on that side of the ball you know they've done a nice job developing a system that create space for their players. They have good athletes at wide receiver. They have a good athlete at running back. Um, they, they, you know, run the ball as much as they throw it. You know, throwing is probably what they do best. But it, I think it's the space that they create, um, the way that they force you to defend the entire field. Uh, the quarterback makes uh, really good decisions. Uh, they don't, you know, they don't take sacks. They, they have a, a great system in recognizing pressures and blitzes and the kid gets it out of his hands it's hard to, it's hard to hit the quarterback so they they get the ball out but um offensively they're pretty tough on, on that part of it coach Kingsbury said that their biggest issue right now is, is not being able to finish games I'm sure you've watched plenty of tape are you seeing the same thing from them I mean it seemed to be kind of toe-to-toe -to -toe with everybody except for at the end 
Yeah, you know, in, in each of these games, you know, you take their last game against West Virginia, you know, right before the half, they, they drive all the way down there and end up throwing, a field, uh, throwing an interception, losing points. And then, you know, at the end, it, that was a, a competitive game. You know, both teams were kind of going back and forth at the end. And, um, you know, West Virginia came up with the drive after, you know, they, they punted on that last one. You know, uh, Texas Tech had gotten down there close to scoring drive and chose to punt, I think, on a fourth and three. But, um, you know, I, I guess he, he knows better than I do what his team's got to do. You talked about the six-inch thing and we worry about day-to-day, all that stuff. But if you could, when you took this thing over as the interim coach and, and kind of – I don't know, maybe you didn't do this, but, but did you think out in advance and, and how you wanted this thing to progress? And, and this first couple of weeks, has it gone pretty much you know, as you had hoped it would? Obviously, you would have liked to win either of those games. But in terms of just that progress and, and, and moving forward and making those, those baby steps that you talked about, about how you saw it going? Yeah, you know, I, 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 when we did take it over, you know, the first thing I felt that, that this team needed was an identity. We needed something, and that's what I said to our guys, what are we going to be known for? When people leave a stadium after watching us play, what are they going to say about us? What is going to be the Kansas football identity? And I believe our players have, have bought into what we talked about. You know, um, are we there yet? No, we're still a long ways away. But in terms of, of creating a product on the field that we know each and every week is what Kansas football is going to represent, that's where we're headed, and, and you know and that, that's the part of what I keep talking about, that when you leave, I want people to say, those, those guys played extremely hard. You know, there's zero quit in them. They're going to fight, like, till the end of the game. They're going to be tough. You know, I, you, know, can, uh, you know, can't win football games without being physical and being tough. And at the same time, they, they look like they know what they're doing. They're smart. They don't beat themselves. And, and you know, that, that's got to be our trademark. Are you seeing the progress you want then? We, we are seeing progress. Yeah. You know, I, I believe if you come to our practices and we're still not – urgent enough but but you know our practices I feel where our kids are understanding the importance of urgency more um it, it has to continue to improve and I think on the field you know we've been able to go out and um you know put back-to-back games where we played hard and got a little bit more physical this last game and you know I, I think there's progress going on you know he did nice we ended up naming him offensive player of the game uh, had some uh, production on that, you know, and I think the things that, that Mike did well is he made, you know, he made good decisions, uh, made decisive decisions, had leadership amongst the offense. You know, he's a competitive guy and, and uh, you know, was able to, you know, one, by example, displaying the toughness that he, he displayed in the game leading. And then also, you know, Mike's not afraid to be vocal. So um, I, thought, I thought he did a, a nice job. I know you said this thing, the earn your spot every week, competition type of thing in practice, but... You've obviously got him atop the depth chart. Does it does it give you more, I don't know, freedom or flexibility or, or just advantage to, to be able to work with him and maybe get some more things going offensively just because he's got this extra time and extra knowledge that, hey, I'm the guy now? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think obviously he'll be in there with the, the ones and, and, uh, and going, and he's earned that right. I think the game, way he played and what he displayed, he earned the right to, to be the starter. And, and uh, you know, hopefully now he can, you know, start truly taking control of that offense. Well, I think so. I think obviously Michael's skill set um, is different than maybe you know Montel's is a little bit, and the things that, that he does well, and, and and vice versa. So obviously, you know they're gonna have a plan that that takes advantage of, of what he does best. It looked like the production probably wasn't there that you were hoping for from Sony, but 
Yeah, you know, Tony, we, we do. We have to continue to find ways to get him the ball. Uh, he's he's one of those guys that can, you know, go the, go the distance and he plays. You know, he's an explosive player. So he did, I think, you know, that, that number of touches is probably about, about where he uh, should be, and you know, we have to continue to do that. But I was also happy with what Coach Reagan did with getting our other guys. You know, this, Nick had his most touches of, of the uh, Harwell. You know, we got Jamey involved. So, you know, some of those other guys who were capable of making plays, we got the ball in their hands as well. Was that a game plan thing, or was that a product of Michael executing better, or kind of all of the above? Or? Well, I think it was a, a conscious, you know, game plan decision on those. And obviously, Michael had to go execute it. Right. But yeah, when you look at your, you know, every team we play, you know, I look at it, and their best player seems to get the ball a lot, and their their, their second best player gets the ball second most, and it just kind of makes sense that if you have good players, get them the ball, and and you know, our offensive coaches were able to come up with a plan to do that. He has, you know, Michael's a, a talented guy. He's one of the guys on our team that does have the ability to rush the quarterback and and win one-on-one -on -one matchups against offensive tackles in this league and and get pressure on the QB. And it's um, it's critical that we do that because you know you know he's one of the you know we don't have a ton of just pure pass rush guys. And so his ability to to, to get pressure, it changes a lot of things. If we can get pressure with four, it helps us in coverage and do things. So Michael stepping up's been big for us. Yeah, he has. He yeah, you know, this last game, his um his uh, the two, you know, sacks that he ended up getting were really just effort and and uh and winning type sacks, you know. He beat he beat the guy over him. Andrew uh, Bolton coming along and making the adjustments. He is. Andrew's starting to play a little bit. Um he's getting comfortable, playing a lot faster. Um he's been his production hasn't shown up. Uh, I think he's got the most missed sacks on our team. He just he's getting there. He just kind of keeps, you know, getting the flyby going a little bit, which is um, that's progress. I'm happy that he's getting there. He's it's still disruptive, and um, he's I think he's missed three on the year, you know, and um, which you know I, frustrates him. But uh, he has. He's uh, Bolton's doing doing good and improving every week. Dexter healthy? Yes. Yeah, he's fine. Everybody else, same thing. Too? Yeah, we're uh, we're knock on wood, staying pretty healthy. I did. It was that was that was pretty special to see some of those guys come back. Some I hadn't seen for for several years. You know, I hadn't seen a you know my old college roommate Kwame Lasseter. I hadn't seen him since we were down in the Insight Bowl. He came over that day. It was the last time I'd seen him. And he hadn't been back. And I don't want to just call out one guy, but but Kwame's. You know, we kind of go back a little bit. And well, there was a lot of great faces. You know, some real surprise guys that that uh, when they saw him after the game was. It's just good to see, you know, you, you lose touch of those guys over the years and uh, for those guys to come back and, and support this team was pretty special. Has any of that died down for you? I mean, you, you, you've obviously got your hands full coordinating the defense, being the head coach, trying to figure out a game plan for each week. But it, it seems like whether it's just throughout the community or the, or the KU Nation or whatever it is, that, that the, the love and support for you just keeps, it just keeps coming. Has that died down? Have you been able to kind of put the blinders on and, and not really get into that too much? Or is that hard to avoid? And, and what's your mentality with all that? Well, my mentality is that, that 
it's about Kansas football, and I don't want to sound cliche, but it's about the young men in this program that, that commit so much of their time and effort and energy into, into representing Kansas football well, and it, and it needs to always remain about the team, and, and that's, that's what it is. It, it's, for these, it's for these players that do so much to, to have success, and it's, it's to give them the best chance. So, yeah, whatever, to stay focused on, on the task at hand, that's what, that's what we all have to do as, as uh, you know, professionals in this business. You know, I think the, the biggest thing, and, and Coach Reagan will probably emphasize it when you guys talk to him, is finishing blocks. Um, you know, we, we get a hat on a hat, and they're doing a nice job offensively of, of doing that, but we're not finishing, you know, and, and we're playing against pretty good D linemen. You don't finish, they make plays. And and I think the running backs are, are executing well and running hard and downhill. I think we just need to, need to up front, start to finish some people off. Uh, yeah, there was. You know, the, the the big thing that hit my thought is that that was them. That was the players only. A coach didn't organize it. Someone didn't tell them to do it. It was the players going together on their own. And that's something that, that you know, as we talked about earlier, the identity and what, what we talked about with these players is that, you know, we are a team and nothing's more important than a team. And if we're ever going to be good, you guys are going to have to learn to, to play together and stay together and truly care about one one another. And so to see those guys, when things got exciting, to group up on their own, get excited on their own, and, and start to take some ownership, um, it, it kind of reinforced that some of the things we've been, been talking about maybe were starting to, to take place. Some of the players have said that you've been running sprints with them at practice, even though you're not the fastest guy out there. They said that? <laughs> You know, I guess the the real part of it is I haven't been able to work out at lunch anymore because I have these press conferences. <laughs> so I figure I got to get it in at the end of practice. But no, um, you know, a lot of times when they're going to run, feel like you know we're all in it together. We all got to do it together. So it's just part of that 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 philosophy of that and and the chest bumping and celebrating. I mean, you know, you you work really hard in this business to to put those guys in position to have success and, and play. And, and when you see one of your guys have success, you know, it, it just kind of becomes a reaction. You know, it's pretty, pretty uh, that's, that's the fun part of it. Have you ever worked here for a head coach who did that spread? <laughs> Next. Next. <laughs> <laughs> you're, sa you're secondary. Um, you know, I'm really where uh, Jacory and Dexter are, definitely so. Uh, Jacory, I think, is putting together an all-conference type season. I think Dexter's right, right behind him. Uh, they've, they've picked up. They've, they've learned um, just uh, so much in the, in the, you know, a couple of years. And what we're doing defensively is, is you know, helping them out, and, and they're able to take advantage of it. They're out there playing really well. 
I think Cassius and Isaiah, I, I still think there's better in them. I think they both do too. Um, not that they're playing bad. They're playing good. I just – my expectations for both of those guys are a little bit higher than where they are. I think, you know, Ja'Cory and Dexter are up there. And I'm happy with Cassius and, De- and, uh, and Isaiah. They're unbelievable uh, kids, work hard. I just really think that, that you know, there, there's some special games in, in store for those guys. And then, you know, the big surprise for us, the guys really come on is Fish, uh, Smithson. I mean, that guy's playing equal reps out there, and, and he's a pretty good player. Clay, you talk all the time about being physical or being tough. Why is that so important in the Big 12, or why is that so important for this team to have that? Well, you know, we play in a grown man conference, and there's guys in this conference who are playing for real. And, uh, if you can't match their intensity and their level of physicality, it, it gets ugly in a hurry, and you can't overcome it. Once a team, once a team can knock you around, knock you off the ball, do that, it doesn't matter what you do schematically. It doesn't matter anything else. Once a team beats you up, and uh, and and there's guys in this conference that have the intent of doing that, and if you can't match it, you you never have a chance. What what about fish? Uh, surprising you, or did he come in from from the jump and start, or what's his process kind of been like? He did from day one. You know, the thing about Fish, he's he's a very instinctual football player. He's one of those guys that understands the game very well. Um, he doesn't have to he, – he's a reaction, instinctual type player. And those are the best kind to have at safety because a lot of that – that's what they do. Um, they, they see things and they react. And so he's been pretty natural from the beginning. I think he's just, you know, got some God-given talents to play safety. start to see that? I mean, are you starting to see these guys, you know, hey, so-and-so is, is kind of looking a little more comfortable or being more himself now? Or, I mean, do those things show up on an individual basis? Yeah, I think it's important that these guys show up here and they understand that when they do show up, it's time to work and that we're going to work extremely hard. But at the same time, you know, they're going to be themselves and they're going to let their personality show. And, every, you know, every everyone has a different personality and whatever that is. They need to be able to express that because that's, you know, you know, they're a guy that likes to talk and that makes them play, then they play. If they don't want to talk, they don't have to talk. But just letting them be themselves and, and giving them the freedom to do that I think is, you know, important. And, and uh, you know, our kids are taking to it. It has been one of the changes then a little bit subtly in a way? I think subtly. You know, we, um, we try to create energy. We try to do a lot of things and create energy and enthusiasm. Um, you know, when we walk in this meeting room, it's never quiet. You know, we always have – Music blaring, videos playing. There's always something going on. We try to everything we do. Um, you know, keep it keep it going. Are there any other questions? All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, coach.